morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and today I am talking to myself. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and put a little disclaimer right here for anybody who's listening. If you haven't already gotten it from the title or in the show notes, this might be a little more of a particularly um, a bummer of an episode. It's um, it's uh, it's kind of talking about like an active living will that I want to have prepared. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm recording this actually on November the 4th, which is the day after the election in America, and, uh, several states are still counting their votes, and some may not be finished counting for maybe another week or two, depending on how things go. I know America won't wait that long, but, you know, by the time this episode comes out, we'll probably know more and have some sort of declaration of a winner. And, you know, emotions are high, and everything's going crazy, and who knows what to expect, but, you know, it got me thinking, uh, you know, I, I just, sometimes when one bad thing happens, you start to notice all the bad things, and, uh, I, you know, I'm not typically that kind of person, but, like, it got me on a train of thought that made me think I should, I should do something like this episode, um, so to kind of give you some context about like where this episode is coming from after the election thing, that's already been a stress ball, and I've been trying to avoid it. You know, I already took care of my part and convinced others to go and vote. But then things changed a little bit for me, where you know it got me thinking like you know some other things I need to take care of. And you know, and as I was up really late last night, dreading the election and trying not to pay attention to it and just trying to be distracted, I couldn't sleep. I got a message online saying that I may have come into contact with somebody who had COVID and you know I was I felt immediately embarrassed and scared and I was like oh man it's been like seven days since I've seen them who have I come into contact with you know started looking up places I can go get tested and everything and getting that all done and then it got me thinking you know I started digging through my wallet looking for my insurance card and then I forgot that I lost it which is a real kick in the ass and uh, as I was digging through my wallet, I found a slip of paper in there, which is uh, what one might call a living will, I guess. I don't really know. I guess it's a will while you're still living, I suppose. Um, but I found a slip of paper that I tucked away in there um, that like, kind of expressed like who I would have left stuff to. And I must have written it like, I mean, with what was written on it, it must have been probably like 2011 or 12. Um, almost 10 years ago, and uh, I thought, boy, I should probably update this. You know, it's been a while, and I haven't died yet, so <laughs> I should probably write another one. Um, and so I got to doing that, and then I realized that now that I'm in, like, more media stuff and did more YouTube and the podcast and everything, um, I thought, you know, it's a little morbid, but I should maybe update it and say more things that I want to say based on my new experiences and relationships and things. And, uh, honestly, I, I mean, yeah, it bummed me out. <laughs> it really, really bummed me out. And, um, so I started writing it and then I realized I should just record something while I'm at it. And so I did. I recorded a video that I emailed to myself. I also uploaded the YouTube somewhere, but YouTube's being a real asshole right now and not showing me where it is, so fuck them. Um, so I emailed it to myself, and then on the back of the will that I wrote, I wrote Adam's video will is in this particular email with this particular password in the archives. That way, if anybody finds it and they want to see my 
pretty face while I sit there and cry like an idiot and crack jokes inappropriately, well, they can do that too. Um, you know, and I actually got the idea for the, the, the little slip of paper in my wallet uh, when my brother died uh, many moons ago. And, uh, you know, when we were talking to the lawyers and everything and trying to figure out what the best approach was to, you know, with whatever he had left, you know, we looking in his wallet to find, I forget what we were looking in there, some sort of clue or cards or something, and we found hidden behind his driver's license, or a picture, something like that, was a, uh, was a slip of paper that says, I leave everything to my mom in case something happens to me. And I thought, man, that's a good idea. And the lawyer said, well, that technically constitutes a will, because he signed it, and he, you know, uh, so they went through the whole verification process, was his signature, boom, we were... We, we had that, so that helped us figure out what to do. Um, and so, we I thought to do the same thing. And what ended up happening uh, was, you know, I did that and I tucked it in and never needed it, and then here I am, fast forward to what I'm talking about now, writing a new will. Um, and so I started recording a video one, and I got a little upset doing it, and it was a real bummer. But then I started thinking, you know, like... Maybe nobody will ever find that. Maybe I won't need it. Maybe, or maybe something will happen and my wallet gets torched and, and, and somebody steals it and then they don't have the, the link to the video. And, you know, I thought, you know, what's something else that I can do that they can't steal from me or the world can't take from me? And, uh, you know, as long as I'm in good standing with whoever my podcast host is, I feel like this might be a safe place to do it. So, um, and I know that one of the people that I left in my will uh, is somebody who listens to the show. So I apologize, this may be a little extra awkward for you. Um, but I'm going to try to keep it a little bit more general. Um, and just more so talk about like kind of what I was feeling as I was doing the video will and um, you know, why I think it's a good idea for everybody to have one. Uh, so first of all, I left everything in charge of to three different people in there. Um, I'm not going to say last names, but uh, I will say their first names, um, and they'll know. They'll know who they are, and um, I will haunt anybody who gives you a hard time. But to my friend Justin, and to my friend Jess, and to my sister Danielle, you are the three people that I immediately thought of when I thought, who would I want to handle any business, any decisions, any of the organization, any of, you know, the morale, I thought of you three. Um, so, um, any decisions that need to be made, any, you know, uh, I don't know, is it would be any legal stuff, hopefully by the time I die I'm not in any legal trouble, <laughs> whatever life insurance I have hopefully covers any costs or whatever, but Hopefully you won't have to deal with this forever, and, you know, maybe I'll outlive all of you. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. But, you know, cover your bases. You never know in the crazy world that we live in right now, so just trying to cover my tracks just in case. Not cover my tracks, that would be so you couldn't find me. Cover my bases is what I meant to say. Um, you know, and uh, it's because I trust all of you, and I've been very grateful for all of you, um, and anybody else who listens, really, um, you know, but, um... If you want the full scoop on everything that I went into with you guys, you know, hopefully if my wallet's still intact, there's a slip of paper behind my driver's license. Um, 
and that'll explain everything. Um, but I just wanted to put this here real quickly, just in case for some fucking reason that doesn't make it. This is an audio way for people to hear that you three are the people that, if nothing else comes out, that that's what I want you to hear. So if you're part of the audience and none of that really matters to you, thank you for listening anyway. Um, but so I decided to do this because, you know, I, I do remember that time where my brother died and, you know, it was a stress that we didn't need. And honestly, like, I know that lawyers want to help sometimes with this and but their hands are tied with like how things have to be and a power of attorneys are declared or whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of stress for people who just lost someone to still have to go and do that. You know, like, I feel like if I wasn't there, not to sound like I'm some sort of hero, but like, my mom wasn't in a good position or state of mind to handle that. She never was anyway. And my dad was just a wreck. Um, you know, and I was the only sibling anywhere nearby that was helping handle that stuff. You know, my sister was doing other things to try to raise money, but that, that was a whole other conversation for another time. But I was the only other one that was around. And, uh, you know, I asked all the questions and figured it out. My mom was always panicking about everything and freaking out and thinking that she was going to go broke and all these other things. And, you know, uh, actually, I think it was me. I think I was the one that dug through his wallet trying to find clues. Like, did he leave us a note? Like, why did he did what he did? You know, and I think I found the note and gave it to my mom and said, I don't know what this is, but I don't know if this is legal, but this is for you. Um... But I remember it just being so stressful, even for me, who had never really dealt with anything like that before, thinking like, you know, a sigh of relief, like this whole wash of relief came over us for a moment where like, when the lawyer looked at us and said, well, that I'll never forget the words, that constitutes a will. That's exactly the words that he said, I'll never forget it. And that's why I think this was so impactful for me was just, why did I remember that? And I know it was because we were all super stressed out after just losing my brother, their son, and all the guilt that I was feeling and, and, and the emotions they were feeling, just knowing that we had, had just this little baby piece of paper was like enough to, you know, push things in one direction for us and just take some stress off it. Because I think a lot of people don't think to write a will unless they have a lot of stuff. And believe it or not, even if you're not like super wealthy or have a bunch of houses or, or whatever, you have enough that somebody may need to know what to do with your belongings or with your home or with your, you know, uh, I don't know, anything else that you have, your assets, you know, what little or, or, or greater amount that you have, like, it's important. You know, for us, it was trying to figure out what to do with what was in our brother, my brother's 401k. You know, we didn't even think about that. And then when... Uh, the lawyer said, well, you have this that you could use for blah, 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 or whatever, but, like, there's, we need something that says, like, you're allowed to access it. And we're like, what? <laughs> you know, because, like, funeral costs are freaking expensive, and he didn't have life insurance on himself. And so we were just, like, we didn't know what to do. And so just knowing that that little slip of paper said, hey, you know what, everything I've got can go to my mom, then we knew that, like, his 401k could go towards helping pay for the medical bills and, and, and whatever was left, you know, we could use for, we could use for whatever else that we needed, like a headstone or whatever, um, or, or getting him cremated. Like all that stuff is a very, I mean, I did a whole episode on it. It's very costly and shitty for the environment. Um, you know, but, but that was a huge deal to, to do that. And I kept thinking like, I don't want anybody to ever have to stress about that with me. 
You know, there's nothing that says, like, hey, just because I have a living sister doesn't mean that, like, they get to say... I mean, and that's how it was. I, that was his mom. I was his brother. It was dad. And and it was and a lawyer said, listen, like, we know you're, you're related, but, like, in certain situations, this may take longer for you to access because there's nothing set in stone that says it was supposed to go to you. We don't know what your relationship is to them, you know? And, and that, that makes a lot of sense because probably a bunch of people who... Um, who, who, who might want to want to manipulate that kind of thing and there's a lot of greedy people that just want to manipulate it if they are a son or daughter or, or relative or whatever to somebody wealthy you know so I get why they need to cover those bases um, and so I thought I don't want anyone to have to deal with that for me like what kind of dickhead am I if like I'm just like well peace out everybody no longer my problem you know and I think that's why it's important to have things like life insurance is because like you don't want anybody who's who has to clean up after you or, or deal with your living problems. Like, if I got debts, I want my life insurance to pay off those debts. You know, we had to worry about that with my brother, too. Like, anything else that he had to pay, you know, the debt doesn't just go away. People think it does, but it just goes to somebody else who happens to be living, you know, who's closest to you. And, and like, man, I, I mean, I get it. They still need to get their money, but, like, that sucks that somebody else has to take on your debt. Now, there are some instances where some debts can go away if you get enough death certificates, which is another thing that I had no idea we needed. You know, like you hear about the birth certificate, you don't hear a whole lot about the death certificate. Now, I don't know a shit ton about it, but I learned enough that like to get certain debt collectors off his back and certain bills or certain lines of credit or, or whatever to stop harassing us, we had to send them death certificates to say, look, dude, he's, he ain't around anymore. And that's a morbid thing to hold one of those in your hands. And, and you know what? We actually, I don't know if it's still the same way, but in our situation, we had to apply for them. They only give you a certain amount. Uh, I think we got, what, um, I think two or three. Um, and I, I remember my mom saying, like, is this is, like, is this all that we need? And the lawyer said, well, hopefully if, if he only has X amount of debts or X amount of whatevers, um, then this should be enough. But you can always apply for more. I was like, we have to apply for more death certificates. <laughs> you know, like, it's an application process to get more. Like, you know, we already know he's he's dead. You know, I don't know if things are different now or if maybe the lawyer fucked up or whatever. But I just remember that was my experience was we, he said, well, if he has more things, you know, but there were still some debts that still had to be paid. And if we didn't pay them, the death certificates weren't going to be enough. Like, only, again, I don't know how they work now, but at the time, I know we still had to put his... 401k towards certain debts and his funeral um, that had to be paid off um, but there were some that we could get alleviated just because of the death certificates um, it's something worth looking into I'm not really going to do it right now but um, but again it's stuff that you don't think about uh, and I keep thinking like man whatever I can do if something shitty were to happen to me that I could uh that I could you know, alleviate some of that pressure or some of that stress from somebody would just be, that would be a, a, a great, I'd call it a final act, but it's, it obviously couldn't be my final act because it's not like I got life insurance, or yeah, life insurance just at, right before I died, although some people do. But it would be like the last good thing I could do post-mortem, you know? <laughs> or maybe the only good thing I could do post-mortem um, is to to alleviate that pressure and I think that's so important so I, I slipped that will in there a long time ago thinking like who knows what will happen to me you know I've had accidents I've you know been around like a lot of violence in my life 
uh, even had a couple threats on my life too. You never know, you know, or just, you know, I've been in a couple car accidents and, you know, luckily everything was fine, but you never know, like, that just could be the one that, you know, decides that that's when, that's when your life is over, dude. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't want that for anybody, ever. Um, so I just, I wanted to talk about that a little bit, um, just because I think it is such an important, um, thing to do. And, um, I tell you, when I was recording the video version, I didn't think I was going to have such a hard time with it. And it's like, cause it's not like I'm dying. Like I would probably have had even a harder time if I knew that something was going on with me. And some people record their will when they know that like their time is running short. Um, but I'm just doing it as a precaution and it felt way too real, way too surreal too it was, it was surreal at one point real at another it was just the whole it was a mixed bag man and gosh I, I ended up getting a lot more upset and I cried and walked away from the camera for a minute and then came back um yeah it was it was weird it was it was hard um but I think it's good to be able to have those conversations with yourself because it for me it was a way for me to know that what I was saying was true if that makes sense like, I knew that it was true, but, like, how how impactful were some of these things? And I knew that as I was saying them, like, I was getting choked up and my eyes were running and um, I had a hard time expressing some things. Um, and I knew it was because, like, even though I'm not really saying goodbye to anybody, it felt real thinking, like, if I had to, how would that feel? And it was actually very informative for me to to do that because I've been considering different life changes and some of those life changes may involve me having to step away from people that I love to tr take a risk on something or to try something and I realize that saying bye is hard say, say, and again at that point if I were dead I'm from the grave saying goodbye um figuratively obviously but I remember, I mean, I keep saying I remember like it was forever ago, but like I think I'm trying to distance myself from it already because of how hard that was to do. Um, you know, so that's why I'm trying to get so far into it now. That's why I just want to get the nitty gritties out um, earlier, at least with like the legal stuff. Uh, but hopefully people will find the other one. Um, but also that's why I'm leaving this record so anybody can go and they can find that if you're somebody who I know you can listen to this and go and find that record <laughs> and then watch the video on on you know on your computer or your phone or whatever so you know this is my this is my safeguard in case something gets lost um, but anyway for any of you who might not think about this kind of thing I know it's unpleasant and um, nobody wants to think about their own mortality no one wants to think about what if this really did happen? Like, what if this was my last day? But, um, tough. <laughs> it's it's going to happen at some point. So, he, in a way, it was terrifying, but also, uh, I don't want to say liberating because I still feel pretty shaken up by it. But it was, like, I guess what I said earlier, it's informative. It's educational to know what you truly feel and where you truly are with some of the things that you want to say to people and how hard it may be to even say to them while they're alive. It started making me think like, you know, I know I always tell people I love them and how much I care for them. And even then, maybe maybe I haven't really gone really deep into detail about, about that with them. And would I ever or why would I, depending on certain situations? But 
it was it was mesmerizing to say the least to, to be caught so off guard by my own emotions as I was talking about a death that may or may not come anytime soon uh, but but still I don't mean to dis sound like I'm trying to dissuade anybody from doing it because I agree I think you should uh, if nothing else if nothing else guys and girls and, and, and all humans listening to this um, it is good at least to have the slip of paper in there just think of a few people write it down and slip it into your wallet or your purse or wherever that's safe that you know you'll always have it on you because or at least have it in a place that you know people can look you know if, if maybe you don't want anybody to see it in your wallet and maybe you'll say like hey living will is here go find it you know just that way people have guidance because they may not always know what you want to do with your stuff and they may not always know who you want some things are soon but not all things are um so and, and, and I, again I just want to share that story with you because man that took such a weight off of us and I'll, I'll never forget it I'll never ever forget it um, I don't think I have a whole lot more to add at this point um, but I just want to say that again that um, it is a big deal and um, I hope I hope this was informative in some way if you hadn't really thought about this before I apologize if this was a little more morbid or a bit of a downer for you, um, uh, but I, I, again, I hope that somehow this was helpful or at least maybe gave you a way to think about how you would say goodbye to somebody, or maybe you have to do that already, and if you do, I'm sorry, and I know that's going to be hard for you, um, but this is a good way to know where you are and where you stand. and. Who do you think of when you think like who would I who do I need to say goodbye to and what would I want them to hear because um, it's not even just about the will like who gets what it's an opportunity to say the things from where it matters and know that even if you never said it enough in life that they'll know forever that after you're gone that that you feel that way and that's how they can remember you even further is knowing that you got a chance to say one more thing to them you know, because sometimes you don't get that opportunity. Um, and for me, one last thing was, you know, I, I remember getting some closure when my best friend died, a little bit, knowing that I wouldn't see him again. You know, and we got to say I love you to each other, which is something that I'll always treasure. And I don't want anybody to ever have to wonder how I felt. So not only in life do I want people to know, how much I care and that I'm not faking it when I say how much I love you and how much, how much I praise you and all the compliments I give you. Those are all real. They're always real. All the time. I'd never lie to you about that. I never want anybody to think that I'm having some sort of fucking subterfuge going on where I'm trying to inadvertently or advertently crush your spirit by making you think the compliments are not what they are. And I get questions a lot and that's never the case. I promise. Never ever in a million fucking years. Um, but in this case, you know, when I got to say goodbye to my friend, I remember thinking how valuable that was. And um, to, to hear him, not even just for me to say goodbye, but for him to say something back to me was, you know, you know, when I lost my brother, I didn't, I didn't get to say bye to him. And nor do I, did I get to hear anything nice back from him. I, he, when he died, I feel like he died hating me. And I wish that I could have talked to him again to sort things out. 
And so this the, the will is also a good way for you to just let it all out there and get the final say and just where you stand and where you are. And then anybody living, again, it's a good way for them to walk away with it with a peace of mind, knowing where you stood and where you, how you felt. So, again, I know it's morbid, and I apologize, but I do think it's something that you should consider. If nothing else, even if you don't make a video, maybe you can write it, take your time with it, write it over the course of a couple of weeks, um, uh, or just leave a little slip of paper, at least letting somebody know what to do, if, in the very least. In the very least, hey, you're in charge. Do this, or you're in charge. Make whatever decisions you want. I don't care. However you want to bury me, burn me, whatever. I don't care. You know, whatever it is that you want to do, give somebody some instruction, even if it's minimal. Even if it just says, I leave my stuff to so-and-so. Sign your name. And that's also important. you got to sign your name. You have to sign it. As close to your original signature as you can. Um, uh, if Again, if it's not audio or, or written, that is. I'm sorry, audio or video. Um, so, okay, I think I'm done. think I'm done being sad. think I'm done being morbid. Uh, if you made it this far, uh, you know me, man. Sincerely. Uh, thank you. You are amazing. I'm almost going on a year of doing this project, and while it's not where I hoped it would be, it's farther than I thought it would be, too. So, thank you. Sincerely. Um, and you know I love you. You know I appreciate you. Whether I've met you a million times or I've never met you at all. Just know that uh, I value you as a human being, as a person, as a listener, as a thinker, a free spirit, what, everything. You know, you have value and you are appreciated, and people love you whether you think so or not. You know, and, and I hope that you know that, and I hope that maybe you will find the courage, if you already haven't, to tell people that that you care about them and that you love them, even if it's in a little text message or an emoji, anything will do. But with that. Uh, from the deepest parts of my soul I hope that you are taking care of your mind taking care of your heart and most importantly taking care of each other